So hey there, friends. Welcome to this episode of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. Today, I want to talk about something that's been coming up in a lot of my one-on-one sessions recently, which is around what kinds of things get in the way of our desires to look after ourselves more. And some of the questions that you can ask yourself if you're wondering, like, what stands in the way of me and the self-care that I really want to be engaged in? Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live, and move through a lens of self kindness. We'll look at the ways self kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness, and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. As I'm recording this, I am recording on the day that I normally release a podcast. And I don't like doing it this way. I much prefer to be ahead of myself, even if just by a couple of days. Um, But this week just didn't pan out that way. And I actually think I tell you this because I think it's a great reminder always of what consistency can look like when it comes to self-care. So obviously recording a podcast isn't really a form of self-care for me, um, but it has parallels with the way that we show up for other things, right? And so I normally show up every Monday usually to record and edit and do all the bits and pieces around the podcast and then have it ready to go out on a Thursday. And this week it is now Thursday and I am just recording. And, you know, with self-care, sometimes it looks like we kind of set ourselves up for I'm going to do this thing same time every day or every week or however we kind of set it up. And then our best laid plans fall to the wayside because of life. And we think, oh, I'm such a problem, right? Like I I stuffed up, I fell off the horse, I did whatever. And then it can be really hard to convince ourselves that like, that's actually just part of being human. And it doesn't mean we failed. And so I want to offer that as a little reminder, just before we dive into the main part of this episode, that if you know, things aren't looking the way that you planned. Um, Don't think of it as like having failed or having not had the motivation that you need to show up, but rather like just letting life happen around the edges and figuring out how to show up in ways that still make sense for you. So that might mean doing a little bit less in those periods of time that feel busy or heavy or you know, changing something around what you're doing so that it actually feels doable and supportive, right? Not just doing it because it's something that you need to tick off a list. All right. So getting into today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that's come up quite frequently in my one-on-one sessions with clients recently. And it's this idea of like, I want this relationship with myself and my body which usually looks like I want to look after myself better with more self-care, more nurture, more love, but something's getting in my way and I don't really know what it is. One of the things that gets in our way is what we've been led to believe about what looking after yourself really looks like and means within the greater context of our families and societies. So like think about for a moment how we, how we, how you, how people spoke about others who appeared to like themselves a lot, 
who appeared to take a lot of time for themselves, who appeared to rest frequently or do things that really prioritized themselves rather than others. I am going to hazard a guess that for most of us, we were exposed to messaging that said, oh, they are so in love with themselves. Oh, they are so selfish. Oh, they are so this, that, and the next thing. Now, take that information and then put it together with the fact that you are, you know, looking to do something for your self-relationship that to the outside world might appear selfish, like you love yourself, which is not a bad thing, but we have some of us been taught that it is. And we wonder why it's so hard to, to show up for these things, right? And we might think, oh, I just, I'm not motivated enough. I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not doing enough. But I want to pose the possibility that maybe part of the like lack of motivation comes from the fact that in order to be safe in this world, we have to feel like we belong. And in order to feel like we belong, we tend to try to stay aligned with the status quo, right? We tend to try to stay aligned with what people tell us. And I say people like they're not really telling us to our face, right? But the messages that we get through our society, we try to stay aligned with the things that are going to keep us in favor with the majority. Because as from, you know, from an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense to stay good with your people, right? Because if you're not good with your people, chances are you're going to miss out on food. You're going to miss out on shelter. You're going to miss out on connection and, you know, the chance to make babies and do all of those things. And so evolutionarily, we need to remain an accepted part of our people. And so sometimes like I, I like to, to play with this idea with, with the people that I'm working with to say like, what is your messaging around what it looks like to look after yourself? And often we recognize that, oh yeah, it doesn't really feel safe to show the world that I love myself. I remember in primary school, um, Long, long time ago, but I remember in primary school, that was a taunt that was in the playground, right? Oh, she loves herself. Oh, she's so up herself. And it was a real criticism, right? It didn't, you didn't want to be on the other end of that taunt. And then we grow up and we watch the women and the people around us be selfless and be praised for being selfless. We still see this now. And then we say, oh, I'm not loving the relationship that I have with myself and my body. I feel a bit disconnected. I feel unnurtured. I feel unkind toward myself and I want something different. But the different requires us to love ourselves more or to act more lovingly towards ourselves. It requires us to do things that to the outward eye don't feel um, or don't appear to be selfless. And, you know, they, they might actually look selfish and lazy if we're using that kind of old school definition. Now, I would hazard a guess that if you're listening to this podcast, cognitively, you're like, I don't buy into this, right? I don't buy into the fact or like the idea that maybe I was raised with, that maybe was kind of the cultural norm at the time, that to look after yourself is safe, selfish and um you know, that rest is lazy. But does your body believe that? Does your being believe that? 
because it takes more than just a, "Mm, I don't think I align with this, right? Like cognitively, most of us, when we listen to this are probably going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the messaging. Like, oh no, I'm opting out of that. But from a body point of view, does it feel safe to go against those norms? Does it feel safe to potentially take time for yourself in a way that might appear selfish, that might appear lazy, or does it on some level threaten your capacity to belong? And that, I think, is sometimes why it can feel so hard to go after the things that make us feel nurtured, that make us feel rested. And it's not an individual problem. It's not an individual challenge. It's kind of like a broad issue, right? But if we are trying to do this for ourselves, then we have to think, okay, well, what do I do then to get more comfortable with going against those kind of deep-seated beliefs to go after what it is that I want? And like, you see people who do this beautifully, right? There are some people who are like, I just don't care, right? Like, I just don't care what other people think. Um, but if you do <laughs> care what other people think and you're kind of batting, battling against um, this, either consciously or subconsciously, there's a couple of questions that you can ask yourself. And I find these really helpful. Now, I can't take credit for them. These actually come from one of Brene Brown's books. Um, it is called, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. And it's a book all about shame. And it's actually super. So go ahead and read it. It's not a new one. It's quite an old one, but She asks a couple of questions in there that I think are very simple, but very capable of giving you some insight into the ways that we're kind of protecting those beliefs, right? So the questions are these. We ask, I want to be perceived as, it's not even a question, it's just a statement. I want to be perceived as dot, 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 fill in the blank. I don't want to be perceived as dot, 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 fill in the blank. Now, when I do this, (laughs) I want to be perceived as nice, kind, thoughtful, attentive, loving, caring, hardworking, successful. I don't want to be perceived as lazy, selfish, uncaring, unsuccessful. Uh, The list could go on, right? But what we find when we look at these questions is that so much of the things that we're trying to be perceived as partly, you know, in part, keep us aligned with that status quo, right? Like I don't want to be perceived in ways that go against what society is willing to to bear, right? Which at the moment still is women selflessly serving others and kind of like no rest till you're dead, right? Like there's, there is still that narrative. And if we're trying really hard to maintain that perception, that persona, we, A, don't leave space to like act against that, right? So it's going to make it really hard to rest if you desperately don't want to appear lazy. It's going to be really hard to carve out more time for yourself if you don't want to appear selfish, right? And on top of that, I've lost my train of thought. On top of that, no, it's gone, but that's okay. But it is going to make it harder, right, to show up for the things that we want. And so 
you might be like, okay, where does this leave? Where does this leave me? This is interesting questions to ponder. And now I feel a little stuck in, you know, the cultural kind of narrative and, yeah, I am trying really hard not to um, to to be perceived in a particular way. Oh, my my thoughts come back. The other part of that is that we don't leave space for our humanity. We don't leave space for the inevitable reality that we will fail, that we will sometimes appear in ways that we do not wish to, that sometimes we will be grumpy and cranky and we will piss people off and we will do things that are misaligned even with who we want to be and how we want to behave. But that is part of being human. Just like the discomfort of kind of starting to challenge all this stuff is going to be uncomfortable as well. So here's the deal. When it comes to then going, okay, I see that perhaps there are some beliefs and there is some protection going on. And yeah, like my brain feels threatened, right? If I go to be selfish and indulge in all of these self-care behaviors, Because what if I am rejected by the people around me? What if they don't accept me because I am going against the societal norms that say you must serve others before you serve yourself? So what do we do? How do we still show up for the things that we want? And I think that actually just knowing that this is what is going on or part of the picture of what is going on is like the biggest part, right? Because when we know, oh, oh, I see – I see that I am, you know, on a subconscious level, most likely really trying to avoid slipping into behavior that is going to have the potential to kind of like have me rejected, right? Then we can just go, oh, isn't that interesting? And isn't it interesting that my brain knows to kind of protect me in that way? And then we can be more conscious in the way that we respond to that. We can be like, okay, cool. But actually, do you know what's really important to me? What's really important to me is these are these new values of how I want to be in relationship to myself and my body. And yeah, they misalign with the cultural narratives that I was raised with. And so that is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. But I'm going to take these small steps, these small actions to prove to both my brain, my body and the world (laughs) that it's okay and that it is safe, right? So that's a little idea that I just wanted to plant with you today, kind of coming from some of the work that I've been doing with clients and with myself lately as well around this idea of like, it's not your motivation that's the problem. It's not that you're too lazy to show up for these things. It's that we're trying to show up in a way that really counter is counter to, you know, the cultural narratives that we've been raised with. And so hopefully just being able to see that, being able to like sit with it for a minute and be like, huh, <laughs> is enough to start to untangle it. I would love to know how this lands. Let me know if you're like, oh, I had this like light bulb moment of this is the narrative that I've been trying to align with and I didn't even know. I would love to hear from you. You can come and find me over on Instagram at Erica Webb underscore self kind. And I also wanted to tell you that earlier this week I ran the Ease workshop that I've been talking about over the last few weeks. Um, it was a 90-minute workshop all about somatic exercise and self-kindness and compassion. And If you missed it, if you're like, oh, I'm listening to this, I had, you know, listened to those episodes too late and I missed that, the replay is now up, ready for you to, you know, grab any time you want and you can watch it whenever you like. So if you head to ericaweb.com.au forward slash free 
workshop, which I will put in the show notes as well. You can grab that to watch anytime. All right. Until next week, friends, keep being kind to yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.